It's the What a Weird Week podcast for Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Weirdness at the zoo, in the Earth's core, and among unicycle enthusiasts. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Like really weird, weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Thanks for coming back to or coming to for the first time. Come, hey, thanks for coming to the What a Weird Week podcast is a weird news of the week top 10 that we put together and we do a show notes blog with all the photos and the links and the videos and stuff. Uh, It drops every Friday, wherever you get podcasts. And now we're trying a new enhanced video podcast as well. The link in the show notes. All right, here we go. 10. This week, we kick it off with Robo Lawyer. Robo, I kind of said it funny. Robo Lawyer, you know, a robot lawyer. The chatbot from that OpenAI company, the company that's in the news all the time, they made the algorithm, the program, whatever it is that lives uh, in the cloud and keeps getting smarter and smarter. Well, that chatbot just got a C plus in law school. A professor at Minnesota University Law School gave the same exam that all the human lawyers, law students have to take. uh, And the artificial intelligence is now a lawyer, you guys. Pretty sure that's how it works. It wrote 12 essays, did the 95 multiple choice questions, got a C plus. Now, you got to imagine that law students are very excited to use this chatbot to cheat on their law exams. Maybe not. I'm sure universities are trying to come up with a system where you can't use the chatbot to cheat on your studies, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm not a futurist, but they keep pumping money into this AI. The AI gets smarter and smarter, and at some point we will be living in the movie RoboCop. If you haven't seen, it's a documentary about our future. RoboCop and Robo-Lawyers. Nine. Oh, great news, you guys. We already sold a sponsorship to one of the chatbot lawyers. We'll do the commercial at the end of the program. We appreciate when you patronize our sponsors, so if you can hang around to the end, thanks. Nine. The Earth's Core Story. I was going to say new core workout or something like that, but let's just jump into the story. The Earth's Core stopped spinning and then changed directions. According to researchers, this happened in 2009. So what does it mean to us? Probably maybe nothing. It seemed like terrible news to me, but it turns out it may have no impact on us surface dwellers at all, which is good because, you know, it happened in 2009. It's sort of late notice if we were supposed to, I don't know, start wearing lead shoes. I'm not sure exactly what the advice would have been, but anyway. Eight. Oh, good. Another terrible news story. This one showed up on my feed the past week about the singularity. The singularity is very close. Robots are taking over soon. Now, we tend to have a lot of robots taking over. We already had an AI getting smarter and smarter and going to take over story. We're a little heavy on uh, robots taking over content this week, but there's a company who has a calculation to figure out when the robots will take over. First of all, if you're unsure what the singularity is, how I would explain it is when you can't tell what is human and what is robot. When robots and technology slip into society, perhaps take over society, that is how I would describe the singularity. Robots no longer serving us, perhaps we are serving them. So the newest report on this from a company that specializes in translation, they do a calculation involving how fast and how accurate AI can do translations compared to a human, a human being person, a human being person with no computer brain. 
So the AI translating robots are getting better and better. And according to the calculations, this company says we're maybe seven years away from coexisting with or perhaps being enslaved by the robots. Seven. This one's a little bit more cheery. Would your relationship survive putting together IKEA furniture as a couple? So Finance Buzz is a financial advice website. and They're doing this contest or it's a story or it's a publicity stunt. I'm not exactly sure how you'd describe it. But for some of you, this would be no problem. We hand you the Allen wrench. You get all that furniture put together and then whatever. Maybe you're making babies after. But for some of you, don't even consider this. Is your happy marriage, your happy relationship, is it worth a $1,000 IKEA gift card? No. Don't even. No. But that's the deal. They want to give you a $1,000 IKEA gift card. And they want you to document all of the, uh, the wonderful journey that you and your partner have as you put together IKEA furniture with one Allen wrench. I'm not a relationship expert, but I've been married a long time. And I would urge you to avoid this contest. But we do have a link in the show notes. It's US-based, 18+. plus. Good luck and Godspeed. Six. They just found the oldest mouse in the world and it's, wait, how old? It's nine, you guys. It's nine years old and they think it's the oldest mouse known to exist. Who's been keeping track of this mouse's birthday? The San Diego Zoo. He's a San Diego Zoo mouse. His name is Pat, named after Patrick Stewart, born at the San Diego Zoo. Pat is a Pacific pocket mouse. The zoo folks are confident they have the oldest mouse in the world, and they've applied to the Guinness World Record people to make it official. The mouse's birthday is July. So Pat is actually nine years and five months old. I asked the AI, I keep complaining about AI and AI is going to take over, but I thought it would be fun. I asked the AI what to get a mouse for its birthday, and the first thing that it came up with is this mouse portrait. So fine art, I guess. If you're going to send Pat the Mouse a gift, the algorithms say fine art. I would have thought cheesecake. Five. The tallest unicycle in the world is 31 feet, 10 inches tall. That's it. That's the whole story. A very, very tall unicycle just got a Guinness World Record. Wes Williams built it. He wrote it. That part is pretty cool. The riding of the unicycle. It looks like it's impossible. It looks like um, when you see a bumblebee take off and you're like, impossible. Um, I don't understand how Wes is riding around this uh, unicycle. You can check the video if you want to in the show notes. Four. Another world record story here. If you can't drive the world's tallest unicycle, but you really want a world record, how are you at putting on clothes? Pretty good. You do it almost every day of your life. Well, maybe you should try for this one. Jim and Jan... Our producers at the Live with Kelly and Ryan show. And the story just came out about how they broke the Guinness World Record for putting on sweaters. It's the record for team of two speed sweater wearing. That's sort of my terminology on that, not the official description. But Jim helped Jan put on nine sweaters in 30 seconds. That's the new world record. Nine sweaters 30 seconds on the clock. Kelly and Ryan, I don't know if you're familiar with the Live with Kelly and Ryan show. They are the hosts. Kelly and Ryan, their name is in the show. Okay, well, Kelly and Ryan have tried to beat this record a whole bunch of times, and they couldn't do it. So then Jim and Jan, they're producing the show, right? And they're just like, 
they went to commercial or I don't know, whatever, because they don't have video of this. The Guinness Book of World Records person was there and they were like, we're going to try it. And they did it. Sweater greatness. One thing I would say, uh, be careful this time of year. It's probably dangerous. There's probably enough static electricity in nine sweaters to set off some sort of explosion. Three. Warning on this one because there's math involved. I may have screwed the whole thing up, but you can follow my work if you click the show notes. Uh, number three headline is asteroid might be worth more than all of the money in the world. So NASA is sending a spaceship to it. They believe this rare asteroid could be worth 70,000 times more than the global economy. So I tried to crunch that number, 70,000 times $100 trillion. That works out to a seven with 18 zeros. Comet is named 16 Psych. It sounds like a store in the mall that sells earrings and cute tops. Let's go to 16 Psych. They have a buy one, get one cute top sale. This asteroid is so valuable because it's made of farm fresh eggs. <laughs> I forgot I wrote that joke, so I'm reading the script. I'm like laughing at my own joke. Surprised by humor. You know, because eggs are very expensive. Anyway, it's made of iron and nickel, actually. Enough iron and nickel to be worth quintillions of dollars. Not every expert agrees on that price tag, so NASA is hoping to arrive at the comet in the summer of 2029 and get to the bottom of it. Maybe literally. Honorable mention. This one gets an honorable mention because it's just not as weird as it used to be. This story used to be like, wah, but now you hear about it more and more. Lady arrested after enrolling in high school. This got picked up by the news orgs and the late night hosts. Maybe you heard about this 29-year-old woman pretending to be a teenager who enrolled in high school in New Jersey. She was arrested for allegedly using a forged document to get into school. We do have a link if you want to see a photo I'm not sure. I have face blindness, so I don't know if you'd see this person and be like, wow, that's a grown woman. Or if you'd be like, the new student seems a little standoffish. So you can click the show notes, decide for yourself. But in defense of the school, their policy is to enroll a student right away, even if they don't have all the paperwork. I think it's to uh, remove any barriers to education for kids, especially new students. So... If this lady shows up, not the right paperwork or whatever, the policy is there. Let's get new students enrolled right away and we'll worry about it afterwards. But in this case, it didn't work out great. Lady went to classes for four days before she was found out. Thing that we don't know yet is why did she do it? What was going on? Uh, sometimes you hear and it's for social media cloud or to get content for your channel or whatever. Not sure about this one. To be continued. To Dallas Zoo Mystery. First of all, latest thing, the missing monkeys had been found at time of recording this podcast. Monday morning, the zoo employees noticed their emperor tamarind monkeys were missing. It was obvious to me that somebody had given the monkeys some wire cutters and showed them how to escape their enclosure. That's not what they're saying at the zoo. They think the monkeys had nothing to do with their own disappearance. So to me, that means the monkeys are going to get away with it, you guys. Because of all the other shenanigans that happened at the Dallas Zoo, they had extra surveillance equipment set up. A leopard went missing there in January. Hours later, that beast was found. Then they lost a vulture named Pin. So when the monkeys went missing, they went right to the camera footage. They had a suspect's photo online in no time. Uh, at time of recording, no arrests made, but the monkeys were found in the closet of an abandoned home in Lancaster, which 
I Google mapped maybe a half an hour away from the zoo. If you're in Texas, let me know how wrong I was. And just to be sure that I see your comment, maybe make it while giving a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Hey? One. We have a tie for the weirdest story of the week. So we have two number ones. It's a tie between the assistant coach who, I guess, tried to pose as a 13-year-old to help her junior varsity basketball team. And also, the lady who allegedly masterminded a wing bezelment. Wing bezelment! One. So, uh, number one A. Coach suits up for game pretending to be 13-year-old. Season is over for basketball program. The 22-year-old assistant coach joined the team of 13-year-olds for a game. This, according to USA Today, this happened in Virginia. I don't know what precipitated the coach's decision to suit up as though she were a teenager. Nothing good came of it. The junior and senior ladies basketball season is over. Media are reporting that the assistant coach is no longer employed by the school. The head coaches for the JV and senior, because this was an assistant coach, the head coaches, JV and senior basketball have been fired and there's video. There's video of the game. So I don't know if the assistant coach thought she wouldn't get in trouble, thought it was just an innocent thing, or didn't know they were videoing. I've got more questions and answers at this point. One. All right, our second number one story of the week, the school cafeteria wing bezelment. A former official at a Chicago area school district has been accused of this wing bezelment. I feel like I should just keep saying wing bezelment. It rolls off the tongue. This involves a staggering amount of chicken wings. Over a million dollars worth, according to media reports. And my understanding of these media reports, someone involved in school district food purchasing or receiving ordered 11,000 cases of chicken wings over the span of a couple of years. Eventually, there was an audit. They discovered that Food spending was way over budget, and they narrowed it down to unauthorized chicken wing purchases. They checked the surveillance video. They found a suspect, somebody taking receipt of many, many boxes of chicken wings. Why? Where did the chicken wings go? That's a mystery right now, you guys. But this part is kind of, I don't know, beautiful maybe? The school district doesn't even serve chicken wings. Chicken wings are not on any school cafeteria menu. Again, just a circle back. We're talking about over a million dollars worth of chicken wings. This wing bezelment. All right, that is that. It's been a while since we had a tie for first place, but both equally weird stories. Listen, I appreciate your tuning in, liking, subscribing, all of the things that make the podcast algorithms happy. Five star, six star, seven star reviews. We are uh, doing enhanced podcast now, a video podcast on YouTube. Don't know why I said it like I was asking a question. YouTube? Is that the name of it? I'm going to have to double check. It's a new website. I think it's called YouTube. Anyway, you can see the show notes, all of that stuff. Catch you next week. Now a word from our sponsors. Have you been injured in a workplace accident or botched medical procedure or hot beverage mishap? I, chatbot lawyer, will fight to get you the money you deserve. I only got a C-plus at law school, so manage your expectations. One great thing is you don't even have to contact me. I already know you need a lawyer. 
and I've already started filing motions to suppress. The algorithm knew you needed the lawyer before the accident. Isn't this great?